captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Welcome to the podcast, New Girl, Old Guy, for season one, episode 20 of New Girl. I am the newest girl, uh, Grace Leader. I am your guest host today. Um, I guess I'll pass it back over to uh, Allie and Akiva. Allie, how's it going? Grace came to play. What a great intro. I tried to come up. I was like workshopping things that I thought were funny. I was going to call the podcast New Girl, True American. I was going (laughs) to say New Girl, Newer Girl, Old Guy. I went pretty basic, but you know, for you know, I'll workshop it for next time. I really loved it. Um, well, Grace are already giving herself a second appearance next time. Wow, <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm I, just assuming the wheel is now in my favor, and anytime yeah. I challenge this, uh, someone this, else, uh, I think we have an open door policy at this point. Basically, when you come on, you just tell Allie when you're coming on next. That's how she wants it to work, right? Is Allie? that true? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get everyone in once, and then we could get people twice. Except I think Puya is already on the schedule twice. Grace, though, is one of the few people that I really liked off the bat as soon as I met Grace. And um, not that that's like a real coup for you, Grace, but um, my friend Mike, who famously listens to the podcast, I, I sent a text him today and said, I'm really excited for you to be introduced to Grace. because She kills me. And he was like, how do you know Grace? And I thought, how do I know Grace? <laughs> like. How do I know Grace? So, ready? Here's what I said. This is what I thought would be an appropriate intro. And then we'll talk about all the great things you do in the podcast world. But this is my personal introduction to Grace. Are we ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I said, and, and tell me if this is incorrect. I said, uh, she's an RHAP listener who has started contributing to RHAP. She and I both played Mafia together during quarantine. And as you know, I'm a five minutes. I know in five minutes, if someone is squad, I just loved her right away and made her be friends with me. So I think that that's how I know Grace by force. Yeah, I'm like mine. My story is like the opposite, where it's just like I will like throw a. Jo- I'm like always looking for where I can like put a joke. Oh, this is a lot of pressure actually that I've said that at the beginning of this, <laughs> of this podcast. But I'm like I, you know, I I love people who are witty. I think I'm fairly witty. And then when someone like will laugh at my witty joke, then I'm like. Yeah, okay, good. And I think I made a couple funny jokes and you laughed and I was like, all right, I'm in with Allie. Good. Has there ever been a more um, me thing to say, really, than I like someone who thinks I'm funny? Like that (laughs) Grace's energy already is just like, Akiva, I don't know if you're ready for the two of us. Uh, yeah, no, I. that's a very Hollywood thing. Like people in Hollywood are famous to just like the people who like them. Like, oh, you're like a big, um, you know, Sandra Bullock fan. Like Sandra Bullock loves you then. if Assuming you're famous, not if you're just like a person on the street. So, I mean, the big, I think the big difference between like me wanting to be friends with anybody else and me like trying to be friends with you. Too. So like, I, not that I know you because I listen to a podcast, like I've listened listen to you on podcasts. But like I sort of know the general sense of your sense of humor, your personality a bit. And I was like, these are two people I would want to be friends with. And Allie, when I saw Allie on the Mafia game, I was like, I, I got to figure out how to be friends with Allie. Grace was like, I got I, I listen to you. I get it. I, I get, get the you. Shtick. I understand. I get I'm over it a little. I get it. 
Um, oh my well, god! I feel like I'm coming off so pretentious. <laughs> no, I love it. This is like iconic energy, truly. And if anyone has a problem with it, they wouldn't already be listening to NGOG. So you found the audience. Um, we have some old business, though. Mm, okay. A lot of old business. Questions for Grace. Questions for Akiva. It's been a while. Happy New Year, everyone. We, yeah. we haven't been. I'm not a big New Year guy. Shocking. Like Shocking. I don't even like talking about it. Okay, we'll trash it. Speaking of <laughs> holidays we didn't talk about, Sean from Among Us says, how were your Hanukkahs? Surprised this wasn't really touched on. Love the energy Sean's bringing of like, can't believe you didn't discuss it. Okay. Was that a long time ago at this point? It was like three weeks ago. I mean, also, why can't you believe it? We famously came out as sort of anti-Hanukkah as part of the- We're not anti-Hanukkah. We're, we're, we're anti-New Year's. You know, we're the, <laughs> you're anti-New Year's. In the war- in our fight on the war on the war on Christmas, I That's feel like true. we have to sort of soldiers in the, the war against the war on Christmas. That's correct. True. So, but like I don't know anything of note. Your kids do anything funny? Yeah, they got a lot of presents. They did get a present tonight. Like the mail here is very slow, so my son got his main present, which was a drone, the main thing he wanted. Which uh, son wanted a oh. drone? No, I wanted a drone. I'm it imagining will... your three-year-old with a drone. Noam's drone will for sure be missing by tomorrow night. Because it was already dark when he got it today, so he didn't get to fly it. Uh, yeah, he's very excited. For sure, it will not last more than a day. Because I don't think my wife went like top dollar on the on like the seven year old's drone. Uh, maybe it was his birthday present. I don't Does know. But he anyway, want it for for warfare or for like is he interested in in gorgeous aerial views? Like I what think is his... not warfare, but I think just like more that it's a toy, like that it could fly. You know, it's like having a cooler version of like a remote control car or something. Sure. Imagine so. it's just like yeah, he wants it for warfare. Yeah, we got it. We got it for him. He is. He is. We're not. Warfare. We don't approve. You know, like <laughs> my one friend, my only friend who ever got a drone. He he tried to fly it and immediately flew away. You have like a you? Are you sure you have like a full calculation of how many of your friends have drones? Because um, you said that very confidently that you only have one friend with a drone. I mean, I don't have that many friends, so. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I guess if the yeah. number's low enough, you could probably. I, like, I know definitively yeah. Allie does not have a drone. That's fair. Do you know, yeah. Do you, how many of my friends do you think have a drone? Not you Tell me how many friends no you have, one. and then I'll tell you. You have to You have to give me a number of, like. I, I'll a, spread it out of, of like, your the, top 20? my 50 closest friends. You have 50 closest friends? Wow. No, but if I had to, like, if I had to put you on the list, Akiva, like, 50 <laughs> people out. <laughs> Oh, well, I was. That's why I said top ten. I was like, once we get past me. Oh, top like, ten. It's the same answer. Spoiler alert. It's the same answer. Zero. You think? I zero? would get, venture to guess that zero people I know have drones. What? What? If someone's really into photography, they might have like a drone for cameras. Okay. A second question: How many people do you think I'm friends with who are super into photography? That's fair. That's fair. I probably know some people have drones, but only because the only reason I follow them on Facebook is because they have really cool pictures of, of <laughs> from their drones. Yeah, so drones like, are like ve- yeah. drone owners are like vegans. Like you'll know if they yeah. have a drone. Yeah. Um, you don't agree with that? No, or? I do. I do think they're a little bit like out. Like they were cool for a while. I haven't heard much about them recently. But listen, Noam is uh, maybe he's not on the cutting edge. But speaking of Noam, speaking of Noam, my son, did, seven did years old. Did we discuss? Did you? I asked if we could get the Noam birthday exclusive conversation, mm-hmm. and I thought for sure you would breach that on um, on Renap, where you apparently did called not. me the new girl because you don't listen to the intro every yeah, week. Yeah, I did not. I, it may have come up for ten seconds, oh, but we did not talk about it at all. No, no, like I we snitches. mentioned. Your listeners snitch on you, Akiva. No, we Don't mentioned me. we mentioned that like Rob was at the birthday party, but we didn't talk about it at all. 
So you so you broke my trust. No, oh, that's no, okay. that's ridiculous. Grace, do you know that um, Akiva threw a birthday party for his uh, seven-year-old with all of his adult friends from the internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, uh, I think Rob brought this up. Did, did it come up on uh, Renap or was this on Patreon 5? The five. He might five. have brought it up on Patreon. Oh, we, wow, I mean, he's, he's dipping into it on the Patreon 5 yeah. for 5. Okay. Well, because it was, Dom, I think Dominic loved Yeah, Dominic it. came. Dominic had yeah. a good time. I, I loved, yeah, Dominic couldn't kill. Rob's son Dominic him. came. Yeah. He was the only other child there. Although I got Adira, my, my daughter was also there. I they're going to say, I, in certain circles, could be called a child. You and and uh, certainly SpongeBob Matt sometimes. Uh, and You're going to uh, make me take that out. <laughs> no, that's fine. You could leave that in there. Uh, and, um, uh, and my sister, who's uh, 18, I think, so she's sort of a child. Now, now Akiva, I'm looking for direct feedback. How do you think I did with the youths? You do totally well. Celebrity Kayla Wieneker called me her buddy. Yeah, although she she had corona and she had to leave. She wasn't feeling well. <laughs> okay, so she was a little like hopped up on meds and was like confused when. Well, she I don't said think that. you take meds on corona really, unless well, okay. it's really bad. We're not giving medical advice. We're not giving <laughs> medical advice here. Well, nobody's uh, taking medical advice. I just don't think she she you take any meds if you're on if you have corona. Anyway, I did I forget people. to do the disclaimer at the in the <laughs> opening? Yes, yeah. Oh, you want to go back to the beginning? Yeah, restart. <laughs> Delete all of this anyway. Yeah. So, so Akiva, the people want to know how did I think I did amazing with the kids? You did well. Uh, flexed a little bit by actually having somewhere to go, unlike all of the rest of us, and leaving early. Um, I was there like an hour and a half. I know, I, I know. Like... It went long. It went long. It basically was going to go until either like enough people left that we didn't have a game, or my wife is like, "Why is he not in bed? It's 10 p.m. at night," which almost happened. All right, I just wanted to hear that the kids it was great. Me. He had and one of the best nights like, of his oh, life. Yeah, he has. Yeah, uh, yeah. No one liked you. He's happy with everyone except for maybe SpongeBob Matt, uh, who killed him. And then afterwards, he realized that Kirsten. Um, had voted him out of a previous game. All so right, I'm bored. Listen, Allie, oh, the no move one. is not. You shouldn't have asked if you know. Was I good with the kid? You, you came in, come in with my energy. Be like, I was mm-hmm. amazing. I was good with <laughs> yeah. the kids. Well, I was the best. I was funny. So, Grace, so I is, stopped talking about Allie, and she immediately stopped being. <laughs> I want to say <laughs> the story am, is boring. <laughs> I wanted to just say that I was very impressed with Dominic's sister Nino, and here's why: mm-hmm. because I sussed Dominic out. In the first round. Um, So I got the votes on six-year-old Dominic. Dominic gets voted out. Dominic doesn't freak out. He just goes, okay. And I was like, wow, I would not have that energy as a six-year-old. Yeah, he was much calmer. No one was not calm at all. It was no one's birthday. I'm not comparing them. I'm more comparing Mm -hmm. them to me and other adults like you who play among us have Mm -hmm. a lot to learn from one Dominic who got mm-hmm. voted out his first round of imposter and just took it on the chin. Yeah, yeah I recently learned my like Among Us tell is like if I am the imposter and you start to catch on to me, I get so mad. Like I get <laughs> so mad and my like I start raising my voice. It's really bad. Um, but I feel like that's my tell. Like because if I'm not, I'm just like, no, that's that's whatever. all right. This has been the Among Us minute because people yeah. think right. we talk too much about Among Us. I just wanted to give a shout us. out to, to the youth. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we can all learn from them. All right. Matt Stewart says... Akiva, Winston's whistle was in the song this time. Did you catch it? No, I wasn't paying attention not. to the theme song. Wasn't even going to ask you, but Matt did raise the question. Okay. Uh, question for you, Grace. Does Grace have any, say, also from Matt Stewart, does Grace have any Pavlovian responses like watering mouth when hearing the word pickles? I don't think so. I don't, I mean, it's hard to, I feel like if you have a Pavlovian response, it's hard to know that you have a Pavlovian response. So I'm, Is I don't it? think, but. Um, Akiva, you're a special breed. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think so. 
I mean, that's so you the might not think like answer, everybody though. loves like leather or something just because like that's your just like <laughs> as an example. Like we accidentally became a very anti-vegan podcast in the first mm-hmm. five seconds. Mm. I'm just saying like some things may just the word leather could make somebody's mouth water or like um, sand. I don't know. All right. Good trial and error, Akiva. But yeah. I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of this today. OK. Uh, do we want to get to the bottom of the ep- episode summary? As Grace said, episode 20 normal debuted on April 10th, 2012. Um, you want to give us a little Keeves Digest? Yes. Keeves Digest. I will just say up front, I really did miss uh, the core five. Zooey and, and co. I really I hadn't seen him in a couple of weeks. I told you I was really uh Holishing, as as our grandparents might say, to get back into this episode. You um, uh, isn't it? Isn't it interesting that in a week where Zooey took a week off from the gang was also coincided with when we had taken a week off from the gang. Uh, I guess yeah, that is very very interesting. Yeah, good point. <laughs> All right, digest for us. Okay, um, so this week is an episode called Normal, most notably because the gang plays True American, but that's sort of a B or C story, basically. Um, Russell and Zooey are still an item. Russell, uh, Zooey spends a week having a good time at Russell's house, but then she invites him over to the loft. Russell ends up hanging out, having a drunken night, playing a game, True American, and then in the morning, Nick and Schmidt pitch him on things, and he sort of has a moment of clarity. Um, in, in the meantime, there's a very solid Winston B story where he goes to work at a, for a sports radio shock jock, along with somehow Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, whose career has fallen both in this fake universe of New Girl and in the real world that he's in two scenes of uh, of New Girl episode, uh, and possibly a re- as a recurring character since the uh, story arc does not end with the end of the episode. Uh, and Winston, um, we'll get into Winston does at what he does at the um, sports radio uh, talk show, but this is Winston's best uh, best storyline of the, of the series. Uh, I, you sort of like the the Russell and Zooey storyline and True Americans fun. The, the whole episode is is great and one of the best episodes so far. I want to ask Grace. So this was our most most contested episode for guest hosting. It obviously led to a lot of drama, a lot of hurt feelings, um, a lot of stress. Grace, why this episode? Why did you uh, fight tooth and nail <laughs> to be here? Uh, it's the most memorable episode from the first season. I mean, I think the th- it's like one of the biggest takeaways is like true American as just a thing that happens in a show. It's, it's sort of like, I don't know. I just, it's, it's so funny. The idea that there's this random game that they play. I think it's, I think it's hilarious. Um, when I rewatched the episode and this is probably going to make Robbie so mad. The episode, <laughs> I, there's not a whole lot other than the scene where they play true for me, other than the scene where they play true American. That's like there are some funny little lines, but I'm you call this Winston's best storyline. I don't know if this oh, is Robbie I just mean, shut off the podcast. Oh, Allie. for sure. I mean, that's, <laughs> no, no. Robbie just sent me three thousand texts. He didn't shut off the podcast. I have to say, so when like Ali was like true, like normal is taken. You, you know, you can't come on. I was like, okay, I'll pick something else. And I sort of, I, I watched some of the, I was looking through some of the other episodes. I ended up like picking, I think I ended up asking for the the season finale, which I was like, is that like a faux pas to be like, I'm going to come on the season finale of the. For other the people, maybe season. not for you, Grace. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> but when you're like, uh, we spun a wheel, I, I was sort of in this mindset of like, I feel like I need to do more things for myself. And I'm normally like very like, I don't like conflict. I don't, you know, I'm very like whatever, uh, maybe a bit passive aggressive, but you know, I'm not going to like 
raise issue. And then you're like, like Robbie said we won the episode, but we spun the wheel and it landed on you. I was like, okay, yeah, this will be fun. Robbie will be my rival, and <laughs> and I'll just come on the episode and we'll see. And I thought there would be there would be more contention that it was just like, no, you you get the episode. Um, but yeah, True American is hilarious. It's so funny. I love that there are no real rules. Um, it's great. Well, that's what I was sort of wondering because I think this is you know Keith probably of the three of us seems the highest on the episode because. Mm-hmm. I agree that True American stands out as a state. You know, it's no spoiler to Akiva that this becomes sort of like a thing of the show. Um, and but otherwise, you know, we like Russell and it's a it's a fine episode. It's not a ton of laughs. I agree the Winston storyline. Maybe Akiva, you'll convince us otherwise. But the Winston storyline's OK. Maybe the most he's, work he's gotten to do in the 20 episodes uh but it's definitely not my favorite so i'm like after watching it was sort of surprised that this was the hot episode but i do think it's really it's true american and it's spite i agree that it probably makes it sweeter that robbie and chester both wanted it yeah of course yeah love that oh yeah i even forgot about chester is that gonna make chester mad i forgot chester was on the wheel (laughs) is that gonna make him mad that's a snub (laughs) a snub from even the conversation (laughs) yeah um uh, so before we get to True American, the episode starts with this political fundraiser that Jess and Russell are going to. I think Matt Stewart asked this question. Someone asked, I didn't pull it, but like, Akiva, can you venture to guess like about how long Jess and Russell have really been together? Because we're sort of expected to believe that Russell's starting to have the the relationship conversations of like the this is good, I'm happy, but not enough where they've discussed his ex-wife at all. Yeah, I had almost forgotten, especially since we had taken two weeks off, um, what the situation was, whether it was an ex-wife or... Two weeks off, relax. Well, one week off, but, you know, it's 14 (laughs) days. Uh, Whether it was an ex-wife or it was a widower situation. So, uh, yeah, I don't don't remember. It's probably an awkward sort of uh, needle to thread when you're bringing that up because you also, in a relationship like this, don't want the person constantly bringing up their ex, especially if they were married and have a child. Um, but you also don't know if it's appropriate to bring it up at all. So it's like, what's the, but you want information. So, you know, you're sort of stuck on all three sides. There's a weird dynamic too, in that Jess is, uh, Russell's daughter's teacher. So like, presumably Mm -hmm. Jess also interacts with the ex-wife. I mean, who knows how involved she is with the child. I mean, Grace and I know, but, um, but yeah, like it's it's a weird kind of thing all around. Presumably, Jess has some access to information on the wife more than just flirting it out of Russell. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, especially because she's the she's the teacher. Uh, especially in a private school, you're more likely you actually there's a good chance you will get a rundown of like this kid has divorced parents and this kid, you know, don't bring up he doesn't have a dad that sort of thing. Um, which which would be more kind. I know my dad will like go in the first day and like make sure like all right what what do I need to know about before I teach these kids. Um, I yeah I don't know I don't I don't know what the right answer is in terms of like uh, what you get but I feel like if you wait around you get the information eventually. I should clarify that your protector wrote it again who was worried that I was like abusing you or whatever and was like again anonymously and was like it was so much better like good job on being nice and I'm like it only made me want to be meaner to you but honestly. <laughs> what so. somebody I have a protector who's writing in? <laughs> like I told you this two weeks ago or last week. I that. do not remember this. Okay that's good we don't care. I, mean, I feel like I concern. feel like I could We're guess who okay. it is but I won't say. All right, we're all okay. The and problem is, is that for Kiva, listening and the, you're concerned. The Kiva's like code is to blink, but when you're listening to a podcast, you can't tell that he's blinking. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we need a new code word. If uh, 
to keep snow if he's okay. Akiva and I are, are all good. I am Noam's favorite camp counselor, mm-hmm. whatever friend of Akiva's. Um, how to get that out of the way? I think that's. I think I'm incentivized to be ruder to you now. I have the opposite effect. That's my Pavlovian response. When somebody is uh, nice to me, I guess, about the way a podcast went, it makes me want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, so Jess is back home, and we find out she hasn't been home in a week. She took a week off from the guys, and she notices that uh, she finally notices the one-eighth Cherokee of Nick's heritage and that Winston almost has a full mustache. Justin Ramsey says, Allie, after spending some time apart last week, do you finally notice the one-quarter Canadian in Akiva? <laughs> uh, thank you, Justin, for making that joke on the show remotely funny. Um, Grace is 100% Canadian, so we brought in Grace because yeah. I, I've, I've noticed it so much that I had to bring in someone to, uh, to help, I don't know, and Kiva embrace that side of him. Do I that's have a Canadian? Really someone told me that I have a... I have a- Thick Canadian accent, but I don't think that's true. Thick you Canadian accent? Well, I don't mean not thick. There's like thicker Canadian accents, but someone's like, "Yeah, you sound very Canadian." I don't. I never know. You know, you don't notice this. You, you have a Canadian twang. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair. How would you say my name? Allie. Huh. Okay. Bagel. Is how I say mm-hmm. bagel. Oh no! Now it's 100 percent Canadian. <laughs> this just got anti-Semitic. All right. Um. I was gonna say last the last uh, in the last episode said I had a bit of Jewish energy, which someone once told me they thought I was Jewish because I have a very Roman nose. Because I have a very Roman nose, um, which I think Somebody I think ro- like a like a like a crooked like a like a like a oh. bent nose sort of like you have a little bump. I thought that was what a, a bit nice thing to say. Yeah, I'm not Jewish. That was more than a bit. But I will I will say I wonder if some people think that you are Jewish because you have a sort of Jewish last name right leader. i think i've met i think leader could definitely pass as a as a, as a jewish name. but it's so not I, you know no and grace isn't super positive. grace isn't a super like we say i guess grace but like but it's that's more yeah, of a I don't christian know any name jewish than a jewish graces. name yeah i'm sure they're out there <laughs> i mean i, I to, be, to be quite frank i chose this name so. <laughs> right yeah. I, am friends, I, I chose my own Jewish. name. Might, might. I could have so picked you, a much more Jewish name. You wanted to well, pick a not Jewish, Jewish name. I see this. That's There's right. some real anti-Semitic undertones here. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I actually wanted to step back one second and know uh, wanted to know Grace's history with uh, with the program. With new Just girl, general history. Yeah, or? no, with new girl, old guy. Like, when did you find <laughs> out about it? How long has it been? Listening? Yes, with 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 the television show, New Girl. Um, I definitely, I don't think I watched the first season when it was on and then it was a thing where people were like, this is pretty good to watch it. So I probably binge watched the first season, but not like, I don't think it was like on, like it's only been on Netflix for how long? So I don't know how I watch it. I think I watched like two or three seasons and to be honest, I haven't watched. I don't think I've, I definitely have never finished the show and I can't exactly pinpoint how much I've seen of it. And it's one of those shows that like I have always really enjoyed it and rewatching it. I do really enjoy it. I do think this was like, I don't know how like, you know, this was an episode that like a lot of people want to talk about, but there are like several moments in this episode that, um, you know, not to plug my own podcast before we yep. get to the plugs, but that don't exactly hold up. Um, there are quite a few in this, in this episode. Like I can think of three off the top of my head, like the Cherokee one, eh, you know that's probably not that's probably the least um one but it sort of does feel like 
2000 like this just came out in 2012 so yeah. like there's literally a quote in this episode right it's 2012 like you can't yeah. say that now <laughs> yeah um so like uh but i still i love the show i think it's really great but i i just i fell um fell off of it uh at some point so um i'm not the the biggest you know new girl fan um ever but i certainly do enjoy and i'm enjoying going back through it um and we'll be excited for when I, we get to the parts that i that i haven't seen i said we like i'm on the podcast every week you're when here you guys now yeah i mean it's interesting yeah when i when i said that this was april 10th 2012 i almost said like which doesn't really justify a lot of the content of this episode or others. Like, it, it almost feels, and maybe it's just I forget what 2012 felt like, but it almost feels older with a lot of the humor in this episode, and we've talked about it in past episodes, and we'll continue to talk about it quite when, frankly. When did, like, when did, like, Twitter, when was that, like, sort of becoming a thing? Because I feel like there's a lot of stuff where, like, you'll see now, like, these, like, comedian types who, like, there's the stuff that they were writing on Twitter in like 2011 2012 you're like wow like it feels like that shouldn't have been a thing then but it's sort of like there was a section i think of people who were just like you can just say whatever you like if comedy is comedy you know like you can just say whatever Mm -hmm. you want which i don't think is the case now um but i feel like just for whatever reason this time period and then i think we weren't in the moment of like um that stuff would like resurface like, like even a show like this probably never mm-hmm. imagined itself like the goal at this time was to get into syndication which is like you would be on you know you they would re-air it on on tbs or whatever not that you would stream every episode on netflix i think about that this is sort of off topic now but i think about that with a lot of the reality shows particularly the mtv reality shows that are now available on streaming that a lot of these people who are on the real world or are you the wand and now that these seasons have become available to stream like a lot of their indiscretions so to speak uh were lost to history and now it's like (laughs) people in 2020 are watching their content from like the early 2000s and are like oh that guy said that and i do wonder if that's sort of like a nightmare for some of these people that this is gonna and you know dessert whatever but like just you had no way to watch this content and now it's like surprise all of it's available on netflix see you later good luck um, but yeah, I think that's the same. Cause I got a Twitter, uh, in 2012. Well, I famously had a Twitter in like 2010, deleted it because I tweeted, um, shallow Hal is a great film. And when I woke up and saw that tweet, I thought, mm, I don't need to be heard and deleted my Twitter. And then it made a new one in 2012. So I do think that's around the right time in terms of like great point grace that like all of these this kind of content is resurfacing from Twitter around the same time. So maybe I just have a, a rosier glow of, of the time period. I also think like when I first got Facebook, like I think I was posting, like I was in high school, like I post pictures of me like drinking that like I didn't really think that they would just like still be around. I kind of like, you know, so yeah. Anyway, interesting. Yeah. Don't go through your, your on this day memories during um, like New Year's Eve. Because you'll see your high school self and you'll be like, remember when everyone told me not to put stuff on the internet? (laughs) Anyway, um, great point. I love that we have a guest who doesn't really like the show. Uh, (laughs) I do like the show. But with everything, like every show has these little parts. And especially shows that at this time we're doing like 24 episodes a season. It's so much comedy. 
that they, like you're the writers are trying to write for and so just not everything is going to land but there are some really like i love basically everything in this episode between um nick and schmidt like all of that stuff is really really funny i think so anyway. um akiba we haven't really checked in with you in a while do you like the show like the the television program yeah not this yeah. episode well, this whole thing is like maybe do you like the show Yes, I, I like the show. I don't love the show yet, but I, I definitely like the show. I'd say I'm I'm on an upswing. Like I like it more than I did. I, I you know the worst case is I dread watching the show every week. I'm nowhere near there. I enjoy it. I want to know what where it goes. Um, I like that it's not you know completely evergreen every week. I like that like people characters are learning and growing and uh, you know relationships are happening and breaking and breaking and stuff like that. Yeah, I like the show. All right, I do um, think it gets better. I think I think season one went really fast. I was sort of worried when we were on episodes like 10, 11. I was like, oh, this might be a slog. And then I blinked and we're at episode 20. We're going to wrap up. Before we know it, we're going to be done with season one. And then I think we're really off to the races in season two. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Okay, so Cece and Just Catch Up, because now Cece's at the point, and I sort of forgot this. It was shocking to me when Cece like, comes out in the sheet. Like, oh, right, everyone's just sort of cool with Schmidt and Cece now. Yeah, it's shocking. So Cece and Just Catch Up, and Cece, Just describes, like, oh, this was like the first act of a TV movie. It's a romantic comedy montage. so great. Cece says, you're doing everything on his terms. Maybe perfect isn't so perfect. Producer Kelly wants to know, why would Jess want to hang out in the loft with her weird roommates with Russell instead of hanging out in his mansion? And why is Cece suggesting that when she clearly hangs out at Schmidt's all the time because she lives with a bunch of other models? Seems like it's a pretty sta- it's pretty standard. The person with the fewest roommates gets home court. Grace, did this also strike you as odd or were you a little team Cece? Um, I think that that does that that like makes sense that I mean, I've been in relationships, too, where it's like I had three roommates. You know, he had one roommate, so, like, we were hanging out at his place. That, to me, tracks. I, but the whole point of this show is, like, um, Zooey is trying to integrate herself <laughs> into uh, the guys in the loft. And, like, she's, you know, she. it's not that long ago that she just sort of found her place within that. Um, and it would make sense to me. And they maybe could have, like, written that, like like, you know, sort of explained that a little bit more. That, like she would like Russell to, you know, see whether, you know, and that's the whole premise of the, the reason why it's called normal is because she's going to invite Russell over, but now she's worried that like, they're not going to act normal. So just act normal, be cool. Um, but to me, it wouldn't, you know, I kind of like that, that she like wants to integrate Russell into what's happening um, in the, in the, you know, her life in the loft. Yeah. I think Cece would be maybe a little bit more pro Zooey living it up in a mansion mm-hmm. with like a rich nice old man because she like wanted her to date russell so yeah. i think it was a little weird energy from cc maybe but but i agree from the context of the show like that is sort of just would want him to integrate in with her friends and also i think you know we didn't see this but if we believe them which we do that like jess has literally slept at his place for a full week and now that Cece's finally able to be with Schmidt in the apartment, it's sort of like, where's my friend? Like, you get in a relationship and now yeah. you've disappeared. Like, you've yeah. lost yourself with him. Um, you know, a little bit sped up. I don't think that would happen in a week that somebody would get itchy like that and say, you know, you need to have him over. But I'll buy into it for television. Keeve? Yes. 
<laughs> By the way, uh, another th- another thing that about that scene is like the writers are clearly just like looking for opportunities to get like CC, mm. you know, in a sheet wearing nothing. It's like, oh, we have this like ludicrously attractive person. Like she should not be wearing clothes. Um, the, a lot of times watching this episode in particular, you do think like, oh, there's probably like a lot of like white writers in the writers' room. A lot of guys. Although the it is a female-run show, it is that's right. It is a female-run show. Um, it's like there is a line that that um, that uh, you know in in one of the Winston scenes that happens in this episode. It's like, did a right white person write that line? Because I'm, I'm not, I, I I don't imagine him pitching it in the room. We could get to that in a second. Yeah, um, agreed. And we have sort of we have uh, some a listener who sort of raised that point, so we should discuss it. Uh, so. Um, we get a montage of her fears of what everyone would do to act abnormal. Schmidt checking the suit label, Nick giggling at him in the urinal. That really checked out to me, I think, of things that those guys would do. Um, I like the, I've never in my in my urinal history had somebody like offer to flush it for me. That's amazing. <laughs> Is it just that he's enamored with Russell? Was that the scene? I didn't really totally get that one. Just he's, yeah, he's he just, just wants like to be with him. He's so like even, nervous around him. Yeah, so even at like the urinal, he's like awkward. he's giddy. <laughs> yeah, he's like about to say something, and then he's like, "No, I couldn't." He's like bonding. I, yeah, I just thought that goes off of the last episode where Nick's just totally in love with him. That is one of the my flush. favorite dynamics of the episode is Nick's infatuation with Russell. We're bull brothers. <laughs> We're bull brothers. <laughs> Allie, I have a question for me, for you. Yeah, I would love you to ask yourself a question. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. Is there a scenario, how many people in your life do you think you'd be bull brothers with? Zero, zero. Zero? I, I was about to say, like, that would, I would hate for a relative stranger to take food out of my bowl and call us no, bull but brothers. I, no, not how many people in your whole life, not relative strangers. I I have a thing where like I have to even serve my own portion of something like someone's mm. trying to be nice and cut me a slice of cake. I'm like, ooh, sorry, I'm really going to have to do it myself. Get your hands and your forks out of my bowl. Yeah. And, uh, when you go to a restaurant, do you like usually cook the food? Do you go back there and be like, sorry, <laughs> my parents, chef. My parents. OK, you want to talk about deranged? Wouldn't even share like a communal fork between us like if if you had your own fork and you were eating and then you went into like some shared pad thai you as my dad would say that's personalized now you personalized it mm-hmm. and i would say to my mom like i came out of you i am of you no disgusting and mm-hmm. like i don't even really think they'd share with each other yeah so you think i'm gonna be bull brothers with just anyone on the street my own family won't even share a fork so, so- no no uh, grace are you on the same page there I do like having my own food. I like having my own space, like having my own things. But I do love like an like a good appetizer and like, you know, or like some 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 dip and you don't, you know, just have it for yourself. So do you not like that, Ellie? That like if there's like some, you know, communal communal dip going around, are you not are you like no? I mean, I've been socialized, so it's with certain people, like, I'll still do the dip, but I will almost never double. You won't catch me doubling, doubling down. No. And a, a, occasionally, like, when I was really bad, we'd all get shared appetizers, and they'd be like, all right, Allie, go ahead, and I'd take a little on my plate from each mm. thing, and then I would never mm. go back. Then they would all be able to share it with their slobbering mouths. Mm. And I, So I've been prepping for COVID most of my life, honestly. I get a side plate. If I'm sharing something, I always get a side plate. I don't like to eat off the same plate as someone else. Hmm. Akiva, I don't know if we've ever discussed this. No, we haven't. Uh, I'm not shocked. I'm not like not shocked, but I'm not shocked. 
you're nooch. I'm I'm nooch on this. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm I'm, I'll be a bull brother with anybody. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but will people be bull brothers with you? Because like you guys, I gotta is, be honest. Yeah. You're very low on my list of people I would share a bowl with. Oh like God, the near the bottom. Said to me, so mean. <laughs> Grace, so mean. much higher up. I oh, gotta say, so mean. Am I'm I wrong, not... uh, Grace? Who would you rather share a bowl with? Well, obviously, everyone's got a hundred percent. My wife will say you over me. Like that's not. <laughs> Well, That's the thing like is, a... is Allie's saying I'm not going to be a bull. So if you eat from Allie's bull, it's just like, okay, have take it, have the rest, right? Yeah. Like that. That's the move. So. <laughs> what a diplomatic and humorous answer. I mean, I had bull right? buddies yeah. tonight, and it's like it's still COVID, but um, you know, uh, yeah, and uh, certainly my family. Although some there is something with little kids, like I won't take from my kids' plate. There, we uh, we have a thing where when we get pizza, a lot of the people in my family don't eat the crusts. But uh, for Noam's birthday, he had a couple friends sneak over because we're not really supposed to have friends right now. And um, they and Adira, my daughter, had a friend also. You can and use like, their names, Aman and Puya. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And um, the those are, I think, his two favorites. And then um, literally, that cuts me yeah. so deep. Um, but he it's so what's rude. A, what's it called? Um, they so there was like twelve left you over. You hear that anonymous listener? You hear the abuse I get in return <laughs> from Akiva? The, there was a. Um, Where are my defenders? Come forward, cowards! Come forward. Everyone is your defender. There was <laughs> there were like twelve pieces of pizza crust, and I love pizza crust. Um, left after the, like the little pizza party, and normally I would just go to town on them. <laughs> I also didn't get like that many slices because. You know, we went. We, my wife probably shot one pie under instead of one pie over. So instead of like, you know, having like eight slices left, there was like one or two. So she nailed it perfectly. Basically, but I, I'm a <laughs> pig like and I like stuff under. the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, so I really like. I, I was even gonna say. I forget. I was like, you messaged me. And I was gonna like bring this up in some other conversation of like, what what's the move with eating these pizza crusts? Because like. Some are, are probably my wife. That's fine. And, you know, I'll be a bold brother with her and I'll be a bold brother with my kids, especially the older ones. But like at one or two of them, that's like uh, that's like a bomb and minesweeper. Right. Like that's a different kids, you know, a, a, a little kid that's not in my family. Now, if you knew how to use the oven, the answer is you turn your oven to 400. You that's put them not, in for see, like I didn't minutes. think about obviously I could have baked them, but I'm very stupid and I didn't think of that. <laughs> Uh, plus it was yeah, and plus it was like late. It was just me because I would not have done this in front of my wife. So at like eleven, I was like, okay, a funny anecdote. Not even gonna message that and ask anybody if uh, like even Doctor Alley if uh, if it's safe. <laughs> and by twelve thirty, I'd eaten every single pizza crust <laughs> off the table. Oh my god! <laughs> my kids, you know, friends, I, didn't matter. Everybody. What I would have said to you was, if there's any doubt, throw it away. No, I can't. You can't throw away food. You should have. That would be more of a Haley. That's more of a Haley Strong idea. She the, would mm-hmm. be the crust. You. you can Akiva. You can throw that away. It's just the <laughs> crust. I like pizza crust. I was hungry. Like, what? What do you want from me? What do you want from him? He was yeah. willing to risk death for some <laughs> six-year-old gnawed bread. But my wife did notice. She's like, "Did you throw out the pizza crust?" I was like, uh, yeah. "Like pretending I didn't hear." Then she's like, "Oh, there was also like you were done eating, and there was also two more slices in the box." And I was like, yeah, I think Noam maybe had them like we were playing. She's like, no, no, no. He definitely he was like really full. He, I'm sure he didn't have them. And I was like, yeah, maybe he I think he had one and I had one. But I think in hindsight, I probably had both and I didn't even realize. I feel like you should stop lying about food to your wife. I know, I but it's like I, it's like if, if that's the only thing that you like stretch the truth about, I think it's fine. OK, well, let's move on from that because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot to deal with. 
Um, all right, but let's. So, is is the Winston race based trap what you were what you were bringing up, Akiva, or was there another line you want? Well, I think about? the Beyonce line is pretty crazy. Right. But I guess, but I, understanding that they are making him to be like an insufferable racist character, so it's like it is something that a gross man would for sure say in 2012 and in so, 2019. Saturday Parker said, it's interesting the episode is called Normal because everyone has this idealized version of what that means, yet everyone reacts differently when the time comes to act, quote, normal. Jess, who excels at blending into situations and enjoys her time with Russell, seems to feel she needs to be a bit more assertive, which comes off as passive-aggressive. And Winston seems to have a natural ability with kids, but feels he needs a more normal job and ends up pretty miserable. P.S. is a black girl... Winston's comments towards Russell just rubbed me the wrong way. Nick and Schmidt's comments are weirder, but Winston's are pretty offensive. I won't be offended if you don't read this part out loud. We love to hear from the listeners. We'll definitely read things out loud. But yeah, I mean, I think this goes to like, who's writing this content? Yeah, and w- which comment in particular? Lines and uh, well, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure if this was the like, oh, so you're afraid of black people? Like, just twenty twenty. Ah, yeah. Well, that yeah, that mm-hmm. I remember. I just I I just yeah. want to make sure which which one she's saying, and I don't. I didn't write down everything. Yeah, um, I mean, I you know, this is something, and I, and I do this with the challenge podcast, and like, we're all open minded podcasters here. Like, we're definitely not going to get it all right. We're going to get most of it wrong, probably. I mean. I'm trying to get Akiva to stop lying to his wife about eating. Like, we're going to get a lot of things wrong. So um, definitely write in and let us know if, if you feel like you want to. Um, we invite you to be a part of the conversation of, of all things, not just the problematic comments in New Girl that we're sort of tripping over. And one thing that I have to be more accountable about is when I'm watching the show and taking notes for the podcast, I find myself skipping those lines. I don't write them down. I don't like marinate on them because I want to sort of like pretend like they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not the right way to approach it. So probably I not. And, and we're also not the write... best people to address it. If it's just certainly the two not, also. certainly not. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing... that's why you're here. Grace address away. <laughs> yeah. Put, put yeah. it all on grace. <laughs> no, I was, I was going to say the same thing. And I think the like tricky part sometimes about when something happens in a show and it's about a like it's, um, you know, controversial or there's like a thing that's said in some way in that, um, like one person, like maybe actor uh, who played this, like has no problem with that. There's also like he's in a weird power dynamic where he's like, you know. Oh on well, a show no power helps. dynamic. He came into the. Not only is he True. not the star of the show, but he came into the show midway. So I, you, if you've been that person in your life, you know that he was probably not comfortable in this scenario, at least in season one, where he is literally the new guy. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think the thing. Again, my, the point I guess I'm just trying to make is like there are some people and people who are black who will be like I didn't see a problem with it there are people who are black who will be like I, I was very uncomfortable by the way it was written and we like I, I'm never going to be able to know which is the right way so um, but I don't know um, I don't know um, I don't know so it, it, that sucks that it, um, thinks it was hard to hear I, the Beyonce one is the one that for me stood out the most. I think that's the thing they'd probably get canceled on the most. But I, I mean, yeah, right. The only thing there is is they're trying to have someone racist. So it's like, how racist can you make a racist character to be? I guess is a question that's like above my head. But is for me, I just question. think that's not like New Girl. Like New Girl isn't like this show where like the villain of the show, right? Like, right? Is, why do they have to make that joke? There's a hundred yeah. things. We're right. There's a hundred yeah. different jokes he can make there, or yeah. different, you know, different ways he could ask for his coffee. It's really interesting, Grace, that you bring up sort of like the perspective of the actor or just like different folks have different reactions to 
jokes. I mean, that's not news. But the the actor who plays the interviewer who in- interviews Winston at the job, Rizwan Manji, he's was an actor in Schitt's Creek that recently, mm. like Schitt's Creek, has come yep. under fire for his portrayal of an Indian man in the show. And he's come out and been like, nobody told me how to play that character. If you want to criticize the show, criticize that my character didn't have like more of a backstory and you should definitely read the interviews and articles about it. But um, it's interesting that he's has a cameo yeah, in this episode as we discuss sort of like uh, an actor might not have an issue with a portrayal that the audience might have an issue with or vice versa. So I'd say when we're talking on hold up and like we talk about like, like lack of representation of stuff, like normally what comes out is like for some people, like, like the representation they see in the show for like some people that is like accurate representation. Our problem is that like, there's just not a ton of like sitcoms that have like, there's only one black character on the, well, is he, how does CC? I don't know. Anyway, there's only like, there's very limited, um, you know, representation we're getting uh, on the show. Um, so it's only portrayed in, in one way, which is, um, just the issue typically with representation is it, there can be, we only see one, one way. Uh, we only see representation in one way. Um, because exposure is so limited. Anyway, did we go too serious? Did we get too serious? I, All right, I let's too serious. I think this was great, okay. and um, we definitely no, that invite was great. people's feedback if it's not, um, or or just any thoughts and, and feelings and concerns. Let's talk about real apps. Real. <laughs> yeah, apps. I, I do think that <laughs> even though it's a funny thing, I agree with Grace that um, it the dynamic between Nick and Schmidt is great. Um, I, I do think the joke, I, did you guys see the joke coming from like a hundred miles away? Because I, the second I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to, this is going to end exactly how it ended up ending. Anybody I else? didn't, which I is didn't. humiliating. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I thought they telegraphed it so I much, but it was still really app, funny. I just thought that like that joke was that the app is like, a, like it's not, a, anyway, the device, the, the thing that they've invented is, is so crappy. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's it feels a little bit. It's always sunny in Philadelphia ish. I think this show at its grittiest, like is like a a little. I mean, it's not like always sunny at all, but like it it it's sort of striving to be like in that vein for like a minute. Like when they're trying to plug the um the sink in this episode, and like all four of them are doing it. Like there is a there is like a grimy sense, you know, the bathroom stuff that is, I see that Nick has Nick always sort of transition. To being sort of like a highbrow character on It's Always Sunny. Like, he could sort mm-hmm. of make the jump. Right. He's Schmidt a highbrow never be there. and uh, Schmidt's a little bit dennis Like a highbrow. Schmidt could Dennis-y. be a guest for a week. You know, he could be sort of a guest that they like, me- that like Fs with them or something. He, he is a little bit dennis yes. But there's no, there's definitely no Danny DeVito. Um, But I, I love this dynamic. I agree. Um, I also love the idea of an idea notebook. I feel like Akiva, I would love you to k- keep an idea notebook for like a month. Like a okay. that's very Larry David. Done. I'll keep an idea notebook. All right. How how long will that last? Uh, I will forget uh, before this episode ends. I almost if was people keep tweeting at me, I'll do it earlier. Like if they sold just the pizza crust, and then you like <laughs> it was just like an app that's just the pizza crust. But like yeah. the fun, the I think I feel like why you like the pizza is because everybody else eats the rest. And then mm-hmm. you get the pizza crust. So well, I like just... pizza too. I no, just I know, like, but I, I want like two or X slices of pizza, and then X two X sli- crusts. Yeah, but you know. isn't that what breadsticks are? Okay. Yes. yes, there was also a kosher <laughs> restaurant in Queens called Pizza Professor that had something called just crust, which you just get like it wasn't it wasn't in the shape. It was like thicker than the crust, 
and they would come with dipping sauce. Bread and I really like that. I really felt like that was just yeah, like which is us, a breadstick, but that was just breadsticks aren't co- popular in kosher. Nick and Schmidt, and, and like thinking we had a great idea, and then Ali was the Russell. who's like, I think you just invented breadsticks. <laughs> But again, I've never seen breadsticks on a menu in any kosher restaurant. So like that, that was what just crossed. That feels like a real miss because there's nothing not kosher about breadsticks. hundred percent. You could have them for, for you know, a milk restaurant that's milk and you could have them for, for meat restaurants. Way to flex. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, someone uh, wrote in that they are an Orthodox man found the show by Googling a New Girl podcast. Can you imagine feeling like you hit the jackpot on that, that you... Mm-hmm. You're looking for New Girl Podcast, and, and the only option is hosted by an Orthodox man. Yeah. What's their name? Didn't I, I didn't catch it. I just oh, okay, it, fine. it impacted me so much, I just remembered <laughs> that part of it. Um, but all right. Uh, Akiva, do, how, what do you think of Schmidt's theory that every it's all in the name? Uh, you know, they're having a fight. All right. Sh- Nick birthed the idea, but Schmidt midwifed it hard. The name is everything. Do you agree in a product that the name is everything? Not at all. But I, I do love the idea of when he when um, Russell points out later in the episode relapse. <laughs> Nick's Nick's line to Schmidt is, and I gave you 51 percent of, of the of the province for this. Like, of I'm course, Schmidt had the majority ownership. I was hoping you'd agree only because. I think by Schmidt's logic, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz owns Renap, or at least 51%. Uh, okay, we're going to the debt, though, so I hope she's willing to take that yeah, on. Yeah, 51% of zero is, is still zero. <laughs> but you're selling merch now, so you got to be careful. Oh, so now Amanda gets a cut? All right, fine. We, we, we have to get her own shirt. She midwifed it hard. Yeah, the name is mm-hmm. the game. The, game the, is, name, the is name is the, the game. game. <laughs> Um, but all right, Nick greets, so Russell shows up. Nick greets Russell with the most horrendous cheese plate, which is just a big hunk of cheese sliced up. I'd still eat it. Mm-hmm. Would you be bowl buddies with me and we'd eat that cheese? Uh, I don't think we need to put the cheese in the bowl. Once the cheese is in the bowl, again, it's personalized. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to tell you. I was raised by a man who, if you accidentally used your fork in a bowl, he would say it's you personalized it. Like, what is confusing about I mm-hmm. would not be able to be bowl brothers with you? Mm. Just hurts a little bit. Um, okay, you know what else hurts? Mm-hmm. Ethnic noodles. I, I like. Yeah. That was oh yeah, I forgot about that one. But I couldn't. But also, this. I have bad vision, and I could not tell what was on the box and what they were even going for there. Well, I think I think it's just a generic box, and then she's just like, the, they just wrote jokes about it being a box, a Chinese box or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I want to go back really like, the when, when 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 Nick has the cheese plate and like. So he goes to get some, and he's like, "This is for Russell." Like I <laughs> lo- like his delivery is so his obsession with Russell is so funny. It's amazing, so good. This cheese is for and Russell. Do can we understand Grace why Schmidt has sort of the opposite reaction? Schmidt has sort of this jealous dynamic, like, "Oh, my first sushi." Okay, like you went to this restaurant, you shirked my responsibilities. I would also think Schmidt would look up to someone like Russell. I think Schmidt wants, yeah, I would think Schmidt wants to be Russell. So, but I feel like you you don't want to have both of them do like, you know, fawning over Russell. So they go with the like, he's, he's jealous and angry, but I could see Schmidt deep down. He, he's just, he, yeah, he but maybe deep, but maybe like semi deep down, he thinks he's better. Like I know L- fancy LA True. restaurants better than you, Russell. And, and like, I'm making fun of your baby behavior and going to this like you know restaurant for toddlers and everyone knows the real sushi place is the other one the baby talk like your was california weird. rolls yeah. avocado this, yeah, yeah. that's know. what ali orders at sushi places i had sushi today you ready for what i had yeah what roll 
I didn't have a roll. I got a. I get the chef, whatever the chef decides. Oh yeah, you get omakase. Uh, I forgot your. Well, your I don't get omakase. Like it's it's uh, it's not more yeah. expensive than just getting a mm-hmm. couple rolls. Okay. From this. What, place. what was in the omakase? Anything good? Eel, scallop. Mm-hmm. A lot of fish I can't identify because I don't know enough about seafood. But okay. How do you like that? I mean, I've never had eel. Avocado. I've never had eel. Is it good? Eel is shockingly delicious. Yeah, it's really good. I said it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I'm not kosher anymore. Stop trying to gatekeep. Stop stop trying to gatekeep sushi, Akiva. I'm not gatekeeping sushi. I've never. (laughs) I can't gatekeep. Kosher sushi is limited to you know salmon and tuna and mock crab. Like, wait, I feel like you can have a lot of the fish. Like this was all fish. There was one like shrimp, but. Yeah, eel shrimp. Uh, what else? Eel not kosher. Eel not kosher. Why? Because it's like a bottom feeder. Yeah, yeah. Eel would never be kosher. <laughs> eel would never be kosher. What's yeah. something that feels unkosher but isn't? Like that. That, that feels good... not kosher, but but mayonnaise. feels kosher. Mayonnaise but... is something that feels not kosher. I agree. But is. Mayonnaise is for Goyim, but we are, we're all, we're allowed to have it. That's a good one. Yeah, Chester, give me give me a list of things that feel gayish but are are actually kosher. Gayish. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're gonna Eva, get canceled. If I ever have, when I get sushi pizza, you can eat, you can have the crust. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. No do you, Akiva, do you know what sushi pizza is? Yeah, well, my wife makes sushi pizza because they do make your own sushi here, like a couple times a month in my house. And uh... Allie from the editing room, is it me or does Akiva talk about? Um, his home, like it's an all-inclusive resort or like a dorm cafeteria. Like they do sushi here once a month. <laughs> oh, back to the show. She makes like these pizza rolls that oh are. Mara's like slicing sushi-grade fish. Like unbelievable. What can she do? I know she's not a big fish. She's not a big fish person. If she is, it's for me, and she's not a big fan of me. So we're not even bull brothers. They're so gonna say she's not she's... a big fish. It's like I don't know. They're gonna say she's not a big fan of you. M- fan of me, meaning you. No, no. I'm sure she would already like you better just from like seeing. No, you in no. The me meaning you were saying it. So I thought you. Um, were saying Yeah. Well, I did say that. Me. I think that. Um, yeah, we're, we're more vegetable because the kids don't eat raw fish. Um, I get that. I had a seaweed problem when I was a kid. I'm new mm-hmm. to the sushi game, but I've taken to it like a fish to <laughs> do water. Do you like that? Oh, no. But um, do you like the seaweed salad? I love the seaweed salad. Most people hate it. I don't it, do the seaweed salad. Yeah. Parents taste. big on the seaweed salad. Yeah. So that's an adult salad. Is it a? You ever get a big seaweed salad? <laughs> Grace, yeah. are you a big Seinfeld person? I only recently watched it, um, probably Listen, last no. year, to mm. and then listened to all of the Seinfeld. Uh, Did you watch an episode Jewish and listen? Just evaporated. I typically do. Like, I can't just watch one episode and listen. So I would do like you know, I'll watch like five, and I would listen mm-hmm. to some of the podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should recommend it to Allie. You like it? Yeah, it was great. I I listened to the first half. I kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2021 i heard that's your uh i heard that's your resolution finish yeah. the seinfeld podcast okay um all right let's talk about winston's storyline joe napoli he's applying for a job at a uh, radio station uh producer kelly and matt both asked is there a real sports commentator you think joe napoli is based on i think it's pretty i think it's a great sports fan too uh, but that I, was I, to I, the room yeah I, i'm just thinking like I don't think it's one person. I think it's like gross shock jock. It's more like, you know, the grossest shock jock with the behavior, but not necessarily a sports person. Like it, if it's based off someone and I think it's a composite, it's not necessarily a sports person. 
Um, but the short answer, no. Long answer, not one person. Yeah, the problem for me is I am a sports fan, but I'm mostly like a Toronto sports fan. And like that's uh-huh. that's just not the. Are there Toronto <laughs> shock jocks? No, I don't really think that there are. Like, that, and even if it was, American. you would listen to it, and it would be like so tame. Mm-hmm. So there's one guy. He just got. He, his name is Mike Wilner, and he. He's not so much like shock jock. He's more like fans call in and he'll let them just like speak their all of their thoughts and then he'll just like tell them why that is such a dumb idea. Like why to trade the best player on the team. Um, but he mm-hmm. recently, he just got let go. So I don't know if we'll hear much more from Mike Wilner. But even that, you'd probably listen to Americans listen and like that's so tame. There's nothing mean about it. Ali, have you ever listened to sports talk radio? One specific time. One time? <laughs> What was it? <laughs> I um no well we should ask uh we should ask Rob because he listens to like seven Jets podcasts right so we should we yeah. could I feel like Rob would be the expert on who would be the biggest yeah and he's yeah. New York and L A he knows New York and L A radio so maybe he would know who who, yeah, who this so reach would be based out to Rob definitely do that follow up Akiva mm-hmm. I know you will I know you absolutely won't I already texted him um, <laughs> but all right so he's looking for a research assistant which means that. Uh, Winston's going to have to cut ties with Elvin. We get an Elvin return. One one minor thing here is Schmidt's like Elvin freaks him out. He's like a tiny little owl. To me, Elvin is very Schmidtish also. Like I feel like El- mm. Schmidt just has a lot of problems with Schmidt type people, which is I generally don't like people who are like me. So maybe that's maybe I'm projecting. Are there a lot of people who are like you? I don't, you tell me. I don't know. I, th- I, I, I heard you were one of kind. Oh wow! Um, Who'd you hear that from? I don't know. I, Hi, um, also Rob. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit said that. Oh, <laughs> rude. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the about the uh, sports radio, like the whole atmosphere. Like he co- he goes in and you hear "Come on in, big guy," and it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the low light of his entire career. Kareem, you have to understand, is like the leading scorer in, in NBA history but has never really been accepted by the NBA for reasons that are extremely complicated. He has written on Veronica Mars. He guests on a lot of shows. He'll, like, write random columns for, like, The Hollywood Reporter, which are, like, all very nice things, but perhaps below the stature of, like, you know, the most famous athlete or one of the two or three most famous athletes of the 70s. He wrote a great article on MTV's The Challenge in... uh... 2019 uh-huh. what MTV's right but that's a weird thing culture. for like can you imagine lebron doing that is he just a like guy who can't say no like if they if know, new girl reaches out and they're like will you come on new girl and just be you he's like yeah okay i guess i think so i think he played at a time where he wasn't able to monetize to the extent that his peers were and then some of them were able to be coaches and if you're a head coach you could make you know basically generational wealth if you're a decent head coach or close to it uh, and he's not even welcome as an assistant coach in the NBA, even though he, again, is the leading scorer and isn't really, like, you know, canceled in any specific way. Um, so it's very strange. There's not really a precedent f- precedent for it in other sports. As a big sports noob, especially the NBA is not my forte, although Kevin mm-hmm. Donnelly tried to gatekeep me and says, can Ali name any of the NBA teams Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played for? I know he played for the Lakers. So, mm-hmm. like, I, uh, he is probably one Don't of the most recognizable. Na- did he not? Yeah. What'd you say? No, he did. Yeah, I said. Okay. No. Yeah, he, no, he, he, he did is probably one of the most recognizable names <laughs> to a noob person who's not a sports fan. So it's, mm-hmm. I'm shocked to hear this. Isn't is is it one of those things, Keith? Where and this is going to be like you know a sports thing, but like one of those things where like Wayne Gretzky was never like 
a great coach because he's just so like naturally good that he can't. Yeah, like, but Wayne Gretzky was also like able to buy a team and like yeah. if Wayne Gretzky wanted, could be on TV every night. You know, um, like, my that's mom who doesn't drink him. made me go buy Wayne Gretzky Pinot Grigio. Over that's the iconic. Yeah, very <laughs> that's good. very Canadian. Um, but nobody would do that in even Lakers fans wouldn't do that for Kareem. Uh, you know, Bill Simmons, like he's sort of the villain of Bill Simmons, like 800 page, like tomb, like book of, book of basketball, uh, where he calls him a ninny a bunch of times. And like, the, I think Kareem was like considered very whiny and, and was not popular, even though he was like a basketball superstar. Um, so I don't know. It, it's complicated and perhaps beyond the reach of this, but it is bizarre for the <laughs> leading score in NBA history <laughs> uh, to to be you know just doing guest spots on on you know network sitcoms for. Well, he was also is he in airplane and he just plays himself, but he's a yes, pilot. But then he <laughs> was famous. Like... Then he was like legitimately famous, yeah, and he is usually playing himself because he is he, you can't like a seven foot one. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a seven foot one famous person yeah, still. It, like his whole everything about Kareem is kind of strange. Um, Kat says which celebrity or professional idol could entice you to stay at a job as bad as Winston's why doesn't Winston heed Kareem's advice which mm. you know Kareem slides a note to Winston saying get out now run you will die here best Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> number 33 yeah <laughs> that is good who's your who, who are both of your celebs that would either make you stay at a job or you would listen to them if they were like get out of here it's tough because, like, yeah, I think Kat raises a good point, which is, like, if you love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. and that is seemingly the only reason you're taking the job, then listen to him. But I think it's more like, oh, at this dream job, if I deal with this jerk, I'll meet people like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So it might mm -hmm. not even just be like, oh, I'm staying to meet him. It's like, but, oh, right, yeah, this a, is what I want to do. It's a paradox because the person that you, are tr you love them so much and you would listen to them works at the place where you want you, you, they're telling you to leave. So you can't leave. You love them too much. Who's uh, but who, so Ali's person is Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, did you did you see the uh, the the peak Boston content that he yes, put out of right course. before the yeah. New Year? Everyone saw Ben Affleck struggling with the six Dunkin' Donuts, looking extremely jacked. Everyone, come on, that was <laughs> he's Boston, leaking that to Boston the press in the Boston shirt. He's he's leaking that to the press. We know. Yeah, that. I mean, he looked haggard in a good way. Nobody's mm -hmm. giving like t you know as many Twitter memes as Ben Affleck is providing. He's mm -hmm. really doing the Lord's work. Let me tell you. See, I think I think is he one of my favorite actors. I'm on. I'm, I would be on the Matt Damon side of things. So <gasps> yeah, that's my side. Yeah. Wow, it's getting hot in here. Um. I well, but I thought you would have said Pally based on the the show, the evolution of our show, Akiva. That oh, I would say Pally for you. No, yeah. Too attainable. Too. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't mean specifically. I know for you, exactly but... what you mean. Just that I would interact with him. Like just yeah, the yeah, fact like that I would interact yes. with him. Yeah, like Ben Affleck. There's like probably gatekeepers just to speak to him. Do you know what I mean? Like you could see Adam Pally. I don't Pally. really want a hot take. I don't really want to speak to Ben Affleck. He's neither he's do I. Got no. troubles. Yeah, you want to look at him, maybe you don't want to speak to all him. All right, relax, look. relax over there. Kim. I don't mean Take you. I mean shower. all of us. Everyone wants to look at Ben. But like, it's <laughs> that's a cool celebrity sighting versus Adam Pally. You could, in theory, be in the same place at the same time as him. That's how I feel about Billy Eichner. I absolutely love Billy Eichner, and I feel like we were so close to being really close. Why? Did like he go to Northwestern? Person. He did go to Northwestern, and I just feel like in the Is right older circumstances, we would be very close. You think Billy Eichner would like you? 
Well, I feel very connected to his Julie Klausner is a good friend of his who did difficult people with him. And mm-hmm. I am like one of the only people who loves that show. So I, I like feel that like it was popular. People liked it. Yeah, it was good. I'm not surprised that Grace likes it. But There's I think like a, a lot of people, people I recommend like it to show. think like, oh, these people are such degenerates. Like I could, can't watch the show. I hate them both. And it's no surprise that I had multiple friends text me and say, this is us. You should watch it. <laughs> okay. um, Maybe it's some surprise. Yeah. Uh, Julie Eichner is uh, Julie Klasner is Queenie in this is par- what? In these parts on the podcast I listen to. She's Queenie. That's her name. Is, does she do a podcast you listen to? Or they no, she's her? on. She's the like the most common guest on Hollywood Handbook, and uh, oh. and they call her Queenie. Great, you call me Queenie. No, okay, no. all right. I take it back. I take it back. No, 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 back. no. It's I you are stu- you are Queenie for the back. next 130 episodes. I can't make a joke here. I can't make a joke. All right. Um. Anyway, let's talk about True American because that's the reason so why. Wait, wait, wait. A couple more okay. questions. Two more. Sarah says, can you rank all of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar TV movie appearances or do a top five? Any come to mind, Grace or Akiva? Airplane's the most famous. Grace pointed that out already. He was on Appren- The Apprentice, wasn't he? That's so sad. Am I that's making so that up? That's so sad. No, he, it probably was, but that's very sad. <laughs> it's for charity. I know, but it's like so beneath him. Apparently not. Well, let me. We've done make very sure. poor as a society. We've let Cream. Cream should just have like a no-show assistant coach job where he gets like a million. Okay, dollars I might have started. Okay, I might have started a rumor. Maybe he wasn't on the. He was not on the Apprentice. I apologize. Okay, fine. <laughs> Mike Bloom is like furiously like I absolutely know. <laughs> oh, yeah, imagine Mike the, Bloom listening to this, please. Well, I know, but it's fun. But like, I feel like he has encyclopedic knowledge. It's like you ever ask. I know, like sometimes I could ask my dad a question. Like, does it ever say in the Torah, or is like there ever something in the Talmud? Where it says, like, and like he'll just like no, like he'll be able to say no, like with that, you know what I mean? It's like, well, how do you how do you know that? Like you could just say offhand, like no, that never happened. Um, well, let me just give a quick rundown of what he's been on. Ready? Just very yes, quick. please. Here we go. Yeah, I'm skipping to just like quick things. Fletch, True Beverly Hills, Forget Paris, Full House, Living Single, um, uh, Amen, Everybody Loves Raymond, Martin, Different Strokes. The French Prince, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Scrubs, Twenty One Jump Street, Emergency, Man from Atlantis, and New Girl. And then there's not more. as many we as I thought. On. Is he always playing himself? It says uh, he has had roles in movies and television series such as. So it doesn't clarify. Okay, fine. Um, it's a, if you look uh, through, it's like I'm, it's like a lot of his role as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. As Kareem, he yeah. was also in The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, in Wait, do you want to team? That's Oh, I forgot. He was on Splash. That's what I'm going to be. He was on the celebrity diving competition. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's even that's the saddest thing I've ever heard, honestly. I think The Apprentice is worse. We all get The Apprentice. No, Splash, Splash is much up. worse. Splash is much worse let's because like nobody why. cared about it. Um anyway, uh, l- well let's finish the Sports Talk Radio thing before we get to True American. What does Winston do there? I want you to talk about it, Ali. It's bizarre. I mean, he's an assistant, so he does he makes No, but, like shakes. what happens? How does this end? Oh, episode, basically, he's, you know, he's yelled at. He's asked to make shakes. He goes, I think we should talk about your American first. But it ends with basically he takes advice from Russell to dip his nads in the shakes. And <laughs> he tries to go back. This is what I really want to talk about. Elvin, he goes back to Elvin. First of all, Elvin gets the line of the episode where he's pushing Winston on the swing. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to be on the swing? He's like, nah, pushing's where the action is. <laughs> um Let's work on your resume. It's 2012. Typing's not a special skill. Elvin, to me, is hitting 100%, uh, batting 1,000, whatever 100%, the sports yeah. analogy. Mm-hmm. That's more like Akiva lying in Among Us, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tries to go back, and Elvin, knowing that Winston needs a, quote, normal adult job, 
tells his mom that Winston has asked him to hold his weed for him because he's a minor, knowing it'll get Winston fired and leave Winston with no choice. Love, Elvin. We say goodbye to Elvin. Who knows if we see him again, but in this moment, they say a tearful goodbye. Uh, Ryan Daniel says, what skills does Akiva put on his resume that aren't actually a skill like Winston with typing? Oh, what, do you have, have an interest or skills section, Akiva? I do, I do not. I don't think Conversational so. Conversational Hebrew? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have to have an interest section. Uh, do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm, it's, I used to think it's lame. But I, I might have one, but I, so, I haven't seen my resume As someone who has done hiring, I, there's nothing you could put in your interests section that would make me more likely to hire you. So, so you don't need one, you're saying? In, no. in okay, law great. school, they will tell you 100% in, like, in law firm hiring that you need a robust and interesting, not robust, like more than a line, but just like an what interesting What is on your out. interests? What are your I'll interests? I'll put my resume right, right now. Um, Reality television. But like a lot of people are like, oh, they're like, don't say travel, whatever, and that's fine. But like a lot of people put like, perfecting the perfect cup of pour over coffee and i'm like i can't live with that. i mean those are some of my friends have that and people mm-hmm. like that but that's no that's i wouldn't hire me. them I your do, friends are fired i do think like for like that's the thing where me it didn't it didn't matter but i can see like there being workplaces or jobs where someone might do that and like it like it really i think it is the person that you're like you're being interviewed by who might like offhandedly bring it up in a in an interview and then if you like have a conversation about it. Maybe if there's like, to me, it was always like, I'm looking for things that are like the tiebreaker if I'm going to hire someone. Um, in which case, if it's like, you're totally even, except I had, you were a little bit more pleasant to talk to about your interests. But I mean, I wouldn't ask that, so it doesn't matter, but I don't know. So you, maybe that's the issue, Akiva. Maybe you need an interest or skills section. Okay. Well, what, well I have a job. Like, what, what, what issue? <laughs> what are your skills even? Like uh, eating, w- being bull brothers. Making jokes under your breath. You think I have no skills? <laughs> do you have? Do you think you have skills? Um, I'll ask my wife. I think you have tomorrow. skills, obviously. Before people but, anonymously comment to me, I yeah, obviously to, think you have skills. Yeah, to the to the person who's like a key protector, just like fast forward <laughs> the next, like skip, <laughs> pretend you didn't hear that last little part, and skip forward like a minute. I got skills, baby. Skills to pay the bills. What's uh, one skill? What's like a skill? Well, I used to be able to pull my lip. I, I've talked about this over the over the rest of my chin, and like, there's no better skill than that. Um, I, I'm trying to think. What's Is that a, a good skill or an oddity? Allie from the editing room, if you didn't just try to pull your lip over your chin while listening to this, like I did, then um, we're not friends. Back to the show. I have like a sixty percent win rate uh, in public impo- in public Among Us games as impossible. I think that's a skill. Uh, yeah, like, I, there's very few on people on earth who could say that. Probably. Bonding with children on the internet. Oh, don't put that on your. Did I tell you about Roblox? <laughs> I didn't tell you about Roblox, right? I know you. T- I don't worry about it. Let's okay. move on. Can okay. I? I, I, I didn't get to. Say, I I am a very Please. fast crab walker. Oh, yeah. Grace, yeah. that yeah. is a skill. You know what? Actually, the other skill I have, I don't think I could do it here but and actually it it works really well with children is i can like pretend to read their mind so i'll just say like think of a uh, a vegetable and like i'll say one two three and then i can just like exactly guess how they're like what they're gonna say and it blows their mind every time that is another skill i have but i can't like do it on a podcast because i it like involves me being able to like basically read your lips um so you say the word at the same time as them it's like yeah well it's like 
we finish well let's try it so like i don't know if it'll work but like on the count of three you're gonna say a vegetable me or now, Shiva. it doesn't okay who who wants to say it i'll say okay it. ready one well you do one and one one okay. two three right that's basically how we do it, but you can like you can just start to hear the beginning of the word, and then you just really pronounce the end of the word. All um, right, Akiva, do you want to try? What are we doing here? <laughs> okay, let's. No, on. we'll move I on. It's, it's we'll move on. It's not a podcasting Grace skill. Is a magician. Yeah. So mind reading is my skill. Okay. Yeah. Um. So all right. So that sort of wraps up. Basically, he tells he tells the shock jock like I put my. I almost said saucy boys in your shake. That's not an expression for that. What? I put myself in your shakes and he thinks it's hysterical, tries to get Kareem to do it. Kareem doesn't play along, but then he continues to drink the shake. Hilarious. How Very long do you strange. Think Obviously, they we, they can't like show anybody dipping anything, nor do we want to see it. Did you want to see it? Of course not. That's repul- repulsive. But also like, but I, I do think because of that, it's like, Maybe they should have chose something different just because, like, there's no gag element to it. You don't even really know if it's happened, you know, or if he's lying. Uh, I mean, you believe that Winston's done it, but then you don't know what happens at the end with Kareem and uh, and uh, what's his name? Napoli. Grace, were you going to say something that wasn't, I wish we saw Winston's <laughs> junk in the shake? No, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I was wondering how long Akiva thinks this this arc last how long yeah do you that's think? a good question uh i'm gonna say one more episode i say next episode it's done certainly by the end of the season so it's possible it lasts a few episodes i don't think we're getting like five episodes of kareem but i could be i could be mistaken all right so we will see if that holds out so let's go back to um the loft we talked about the garbage uh disposal i love the plumbing's a sensitive topic around here that's a funny joke let's get yeah. to true american though um jessica Frey says is Akiva more likely to understand the rules to True American or This Week in Survivor History with Jordan Kalish? Um, I don't uh, What are? I don't know. Isn't like that just like a trivia game that you do the scoring? Um, I don't know. We talked more about Twish than I want to. Felipe uh, says, starting this episode, can you all make rules for True American for each episode of the podcast, kind of like the challenge drinking game? No, but I want to ask Grace because I do feel like you're, well, all of us will talk about this. If there was a drinking game, which there is not, for NGOG, what would be some of the rules? Oh, any time... When I'm brutally mean to Akiva. Yes, that's the most basic one. I think also any time, like, there's... One of you makes an assumption about the other one, for sure. Oh, um, God. That, like, Good luck. Like, when, when Akiva was... that you Was it that you were or you weren't a gymnast? I can't remember which one that was. Oh, uh, she is a gymnast. I'm not a gymnast. You're not okay. a gymnast? All right, let's move on. Uh, She's Akiva, do you have anyone? I think when I say let's move on, maybe would be one. Yeah, and anything about like um, referencing that like we're not talking, you're not talking about the episode. <laughs> like we haven't even got to the episode. Um, Akiva, do you have any ideas? Um. Uh, yes. What happens if we're like we bring up somebody who the audience has no reason to know without explaining who they are? That should be a drinking game. That's a good one. Um. Like yeah, being way too self-referential in general. Uh, discussing like how good of friends we are has to come up at least mm-hmm. once an episode. Impo- um, uh, among us, chat. Yeah, among us. That's another that, that you're dead Akiva, if you drink there. Akiva kid, child of Akiva, reference by name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, child of a kid, reference. Child um, of a kid. Something like that. 
uh, me descri- describing like a weird yeah. fact about me that I have not yet divulged until now on any podcast, <laughs> like my crust eating habit. That makes it so the drinking game also includes listening to every other Akiva podcast because you have to know if it wasn't brought up somewhere else. We do need a fact. That's smart. That's good. Make them listen to all your other podcasts. Justin Mm -hmm. Ramsey says, what's your favorite drinking games? Obviously, besides the challenge drinking game. Um, You guys drink. Akiva, have you ever even played a drinking game? Mm, I think like once, maybe. I love Russell's line of like, if I want to have a drink, I don't need a game to have a drink. That's not the point of a drink. I'm a big mm. drinking game fan. I famously got in trouble for playing beer pong um, in law school, which is a very interesting story because I was well above 21, but that's a whole different story. Um, I'm a big dr- I love, because I love games, so why wouldn't I love drinking games? Yeah. I'm the same. Grace, you a drinking game person? Yeah, I love, I love, I, I mean, beer pong is a classic, but I, uh, I keep have you have you ever heard of like the baseball drinking game? It's one of my favorites. No, it's like what's that? there's four cu- it's basically beer pong, but there's four cups. So the first mm-hmm. cup is a single, the second one is a double, and you're trying to like uh, score your teammates and you can try and like steal, which is like basically initiates a game of flip cup between you and do you know what flip cup is? I mean and it, Yeah, I don't know yeah, flip so, I'm not like a baby. Well, I just want I'm just want I don't want to assume. Um <laughs> So I like that game, and I love a good game. What's the like King's Cup? Is that the one where you like pick over cards and and different cards mean different things? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm a big flip cup person. You are. Uh, in my heyday. Yeah. I I like flip cup. All right. When well, was your heyday? I'm just checking in. I'm living in it, Perfect. baby. Mm-hmm. The best is yet to come. Oh, four more months, baby. More take my- a drink. That's one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. <laughs> You doing my babies now? Yeah. <laughs> um, which I fully stole from Akiva. But then he stole from George. So it's all stolen. All right, let's actually talk about uh, True American. Actually, Dan Sidensky, rival to Grace. I'm making that a rivalry. The games of Renap rivalry. Uh, game makers of Renap rivalry. Given current events, how would you retheme True American for a less patriotic player? Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> what, well, what would true Canadian be? I think is a better Ooh. question for Grace, but that is a good question. Um, I mean, we, I mean, we have our own. We have our prime ministers, John A. Macdonald, probably the, mm-hmm. the only famous one. Uh, Pierre Trudeau and his son Justin. Um, I don't know. There's I a lot Canadians, of Canadian stereotypes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Are Canadians as into the celebrities that are Canadian oh. as I think they are? Oh yeah. So this is like a huge, huge thing because so much of our media is like us watching American things. And so there's this like special like thing, connection, or like we feel so much pride in like a Canadian becoming famous, especially if they become famous in America. Like, um, like I feel like, you know, Justin Bieber, you know, but at the beginning that was like a a thing that he was Canadian. Like it's a thing that can be like, he's Canadian. Um, so yeah. I feel like Sandra Bullock, Eugene Levy, like a lot yeah. of people get on them for being Canadian. So maybe there would be like a Canadian celebs, ca- true Canadian thing. Yeah. That would be maybe American Canadian. Mm-hmm. Canadian American. Nickelback anyway, makes it in Avril. Um, <laughs> Melissa Avril's. Uh, oh, yeah, actress. that's true. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah. So has anybody made up, because I have not looked this up at all, a, a game for True American? I know Chester said he played it with his kids. Do you know what that entailed, Allie? And well, yeah. Do you have I mean, people I think made he's going to come on at some point and explain it. There are rules. He did it with, like, candy instead of drinking or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Let your soda. kids drink with the clapping hands emojis. So there's, like, a bunch of... Uh, there's a bunch of... I actually only read one example, but I wonder if all of the ones online are... Allie from the editing room. Um, look, I go on to explain the rules that are listed online for about two and a half minutes, and it is about as boring as if I were explaining to you Monopoly. Uh, Google it if you're interested. Um, it's a, you know, I don't have an apartment large enough to play True American, to be honest. It's a real flex to be able to play True American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the loft is huge, so they could they, they have space to play it. I love the explanation that it's 50% drinking game, 50% life says Candyland, not 75% drinking, 20 Candyland, and the floor is lava. It's 90% drinking and has a loose Candyland-like structure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is a great game. I, so you're saying we do see True American again, but it's not a major aspect of the show going forward. Is that correct? I mean, you tell me. I'm telling you. Look, I mean, you know what? The jig is We up. already know that there's True a second American, one based I mean, on the second if there's Google sites that have rules and people have made it up, like, it's something that has transcended the show, like, that fans of the show remember, like the jar. Mm-hmm. Do we see the jar every day? No, but is it something known? True American, we could have probably named this podcast, like, True American, A New Girl Rewatch. Oh, okay. Yeah. You think there's still time Grace, to do, do you that? Think that's, I mean, you haven't even seen the whole show. Why am I asking you? Yeah, but I <laughs> was not afraid to Google stuff, so. <laughs> there's a goof. Are you ready? There's an IMDb goof. Ooh, that's my favorite part. So Russell shotguns the beer. Look how young he is. And he's drinking from a red beer. And when they cut back to him at the end, it's a blue can in his hand. Wow. Maybe he shotgunned two beers, IMDb goof what writer. Did you ever think about that? There's a world where he shotguns the beer, puts it down, and picks up another beer, and it's blue, but mm, it's a it's a mess up. All right. We'll call it a goof. Um, yeah. A, a real apps is happening at this time. Well, wait. Justin Ramsey points out, which I thought was pretty funny, some rare good drunk acting from everyone involved in the episode, yes. the yeah. scene mm-hmm. around the table, was very believable. The one thing is, like, Jess is pretty sober. Like, I feel like she's drunk yeah. in the game, but then when she's getting mad at Russell, she's pretty sober. I think her character is maybe not supposed to be as drunk as everybody else. All right. She... I think my favorite, my favorite, like, drunk moment, but it's also, like, the horror moment is when Russell understands the game. Like, when he puts his, like, fingers to his head and he's like, that's me. And they're all like, yeah. Like, that's my favorite moment, I think. <laughs> he's starting to get it. I, yeah. I like that part, too. Um, but all right. So Russell's drunk. We talked about this. Let's get uh, to relapse as you were pushing us to um mm-hmm. although do we really have anything else not rich i like what the, i like when they say uh you could cobble a shoe if you're outside like you're looking to do that they accidentally stab russell with the uh with the app well the gentleman shiv it's a corn holder yes. or a gentleman shiv mm-hmm. the corn holder. uh yeah yeah they have some band-aid issues They're, he's too fancy for a band-aid well, no, they don't have any band aids. They don't have any band aids. But she says, "Oh, you're too fancy for a band aid. You went, you went home. I'm here to oh, fight." I got a with stitch. You. Well, we're really jumping mm-hmm. ahead. Um, but okay, she wants to go apple picking. They sort of, they're sort of. There's a whole thing where he, she doesn't want to fight with him because that's all she knows about his ex-wife is that they fought. So she's really clinging to that and trying not to fight. Cece and Schmidt say that fighting 
is healthy for a relationship. Kelly says, is fighting in a relationship good, healthy, and how you know it's working? Color me deeply skeptical. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Akiva, do you think fighting is essential to a relationship? Well, I, I was going to say something deeply hurtful. I'm not going to. Well, I was going to say fighting is essential to a relationship with me. Is that Yeah, that's exactly what say? I was going to say. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Drink. Friendships, acquaintanceships. Yeah, like... Um, you know, like I, I think if you're not fighting, does that mean you don't care anymore? At me personally, yeah. Or like if you're not fighting person, with somebody, a healthy person, or me? you, an alley. Yes, I will only fight with someone if I care to resolve the fight. Mm-hmm. If I just say like whatever, then I don't care at all. Now, if you're in a relationship, is this a? Do you think you're doing one a day fights, ten times a day fights? Oh once my a god, month? what a nightmare! I mean, that's once when I'm a at month. the end of a relationship. That's mm-hmm. not a good. Re- that's not my normal relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting with someone. Every What's a day. good number of times to be fighting? You know, I would a, prefer a not to fight year. at all. Like I'm, but I am confrontational, and people receive yes. that as fighting. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very Zoe in the kitchen. This is not a fight, <laughs> as I'm yelling. Right. <laughs> Um, no, I'm here to fight with you. Have you ever said those words? I'm here to fight with you. Yeah, I'm That's coming so says. we can fight. I mm-hmm. mean, I have I have pushed a, fr- a face-to-face meeting so we could have a conversation and not just not talk about it. You push the button. Well, no, it's like I, I, I relate to the like I'm showing up to fight. Like mm-hmm. the we actually do. It's like Pam and Jim. Like when Jim wants to leave on Valentine's Day, and she's like, no, I think you should stay. I think we should fight. Because it's, it's not like fighting right. is essential, yeah. but... Mm-hmm resolving the issue never had one fight with my wife in 16 years of marriage really no of course that's insane every (laughs) day i I would believe it marriage perfect you should not fight with her okay i also think like there's Uh, like you know fighting doesn't mean there's like there's an unhealthy way to fight and there's like a a healthier way to fight mm -hmm. as well so you know doesn't mean you're like i only know one way okay It's like I'm it's the it. it's I'm the eating tw- it. it's like the eating twenty crusts of pizza, uh, <laughs> the health healthy way. Um, I love. Well, how about this? At the count of three, can we all answer the following question? Do we like apple picking? Do we pick apples or not? Okay. Well, wait, On the count wait. Of three. Before you do that, mm-hmm. you decide. Do you want to do it that way, or do you want to answer the question we got about this? Okay, we can answer the question is- then. Kelly saying, what does Akiva think Allie thinks of apple picking? So do you want to guess what Grace and I think of apple picking? Yes, please. Or do you want us to reveal on three? Mm -hmm. No, I'll guess. I'll guess. Please. Both of you are willing to go apple picking. Mm. I don't think I'd go. I I don't really like apple picking. I was going to say, I don't think Grace likes that. I love Are you indoors, Grace? Am I? (laughs) Right now? (laughs) Like (laughs) an indoors person versus an outdoors. I'm a indoors person i i mean like i was a camp like i'm like i was a camp director for lots of years um mm. we like did we had a fire on new year's and my my brother so and i I built the fire i feel like i'm like i oh see we, that's very different i thought like there was, you were just fundamentally like, misunderstands what apple picking is an outdoors person yeah. doesn't equal you love apple so i love apple picking and i am an indoors person do you like apples i would have said that grace is not an apple picker but it's it's actually a very indoor outdoor activity. Yeah, I would agree. You show up, you get a bag. The apples are there. You don't really have to do anything. Yeah, I I did take my kids cherry picking this year, and it was enjoyable. You oh, get to eat cute. the cherries. <laughs> the cherries are very good. We we liked it. Cherries are good. It keep it winegar. And they were also like grilling these like um, sort of like Middle Eastern breads that you could have. Also, that was that was fun. Okay. 
You know those. You have them on like Birthright or whatever. Those are good. I think Israel apples are a bit cherries. overrated as well. So oh. They're like not my... I never have apples in my house. What's your favorite kind of apple? Uh, I actually like a Granny Smith apple. I like a mm-hmm. tart apple. If I was to have apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like apple My favorite apple is, still- is Matt, when Matt Damon says, how do you like them apples in Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> Grace, what were you going to say? Well, I feel like apple him. picking is like you do it so that then you can do indoor activities with your, like you do baking with your apples. People go apple picking so they can take photos of True. themselves apple picking. True. That's the motivation. But I like apple cider donuts. I like a hayride. Uh, I like wearing a flannel. So I'm all about that. And I do like baking, as we've already established. So I'm in 100% across the board on apple picking. Being outside is probably the worst part of apple picking, but I like fall weather because I'm not sweating. Yeah, all great points. Okay. So keep it really kind of botch the do we like apple picking. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. that's fine. Yeah, botch. Um, all right, we talked about real apps. Uh, the, the fight resolves pretty quickly between Jess and Russell. Justin Ramsey takes issue with that. He's like, the fight ended way too quickly. Akiba, what's your take on that? Was that, too, you know, Yeah, you know, it's short at the end of the episode. Uh, it is too short, but, like, again, it's not comedic, and we're out of time because this is a jam-packed episode with, like, legitimate, you know, other storylines. So I don't know what you're going to do there. I it's agree. Not it's not a big enough a fight, fight to last two episodes. No, no, no. But we, but they, like, we leave them off. There's everything that happens in this episode, other than the relationship, I guess, with Elvin, is still going on for next episode. <laughs> Elvin, okay, tell us how you really and feel. And Kareem, want to hear something interesting? Um, shoot, I think was this Emily who did this? I'm sorry, I deleted Emily. the part with your name. Please write in and tell me who this was. This is very interesting. Uh, recently, this person recently saw a TikTok where someone said there's a bear reference in every episode, either say bear, photo in the background, etc. So I've taken it upon myself to report that each week I call it bear sighting, open to suggestions and rename. Episode one, uh, season one, episode 20, bear sighting. There's a picture of a bear standing on its hind legs posted on the fridge when Russell watches the team fix the sink, gave a timestamp, kind of looks like a stuffed bear from a museum. I checked the tapes, and yeah, there's a bear like postcard on All the right, fridge. So, let's, so this yeah, is fascinating. That's fun to going me. forward. Let's see if we could spot the bear before Emily spots it. There's for us. no way. You didn't even notice the whistle. I'm not, uh, I'm not a visual or the auditory learner. Very subtle, I have to say. I didn't really know. I, I, you had said that there was a whistle. I was like, kept trying to listen for it. I did hear it in this episode when I rewatched it today, but it's very subtle. It's and it's much well, more this subtle is the than first I thought. Episode, this is the first episode it could be heard since we talked about it. Because okay. in some of the versions of the like the shortened intro, it's not there. Hmm. But thanks for trying to help Akiva. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to Kiwi Guide. We have a couple things. Kevin Donnelly says, how many new girl cameos will be played by celebs more famous than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Great question. I'm going to say, uh, and I will rank them. So now going forward, right? Has anybody been more famous than Kareem so far? I don't remember who has had a cameo. And cameo means playing themselves? I think cameo could be Okay, just a guess, I guess about uh, remind me who's been more famous because it's 426 in the morning and I don't remember. I mean, I don't know if any. No, I don't even think we need. To, I think it's going, going forward. forward. OK, fine. I'm going to say there will be nine people more famous than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar over the course of the rest of the series. Wow. Mm-hmm. OK. Now it's going to be such a thing of who's. Yes, more famous. I like that. Like, who's sec- more famous? Yeah, but that's what we're here Twitter for. Polls. That's what we're here for. And yes, we are setting up for Twitter polls. Grace. That's correct. 
Um, how many more times do you think we'll see True American? I know I already told you. We're Three see more her. times, I say. Great. Kelly says, who won the episode? Felt really light on the laughs for the core five. I got to go Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Elvin, unless it's Winston for getting the solid storyline. Although, shouts to Nick and Jess for their Aladdin and Spice Girls song lyrics. Um, I know you're a big Spice Girls fan now, Akiva. Mm-hmm. Um, I say Elvin, and it's yeah, not Yeah, I think close. Elvin wins. Nick, if you had to give it someone in the core four or five, yeah. Nick is a runaway winner. Nick has a great episode. Um, and Kareem is good. Uh, but yes, I, Elvin is the winner here. Grace, what do you think? I co-sign that. I think Elvin is probably has the funniest lines in the episode, and then Nick is next. Yeah, just the idea of a kid narking on uh, the, the idea of a kid narking on like the weed stuff is so original and funny that like it has to go to Elvin. Um, I love a precocious child. Rourke once said that, and it's true. Um, Grace won the episode literally. She won it on a wheel. True. All right. We have some business to settle. I think Grace will be great to help us with this. Um, we are approaching the end of season one. We have three more, one, two, three, four more episodes of season one. And we have to figure out what we're going to do as our sort of uh, palate cleanser. We're going to do, when we finish season one, we're going to do a week where we cover something that's not New Girl. Svi submitted some ideas, including the origin story of Ali and Keith. Got to tell you, it's not that interesting. Something Jewish. Also, probably not that interesting. The full story of Ali and the Gentile, certainly not that interesting. So, uh, Akiva, you have an idea. Yes, my idea is every season in the aftermath, before we start season the next season, we look at a outside work of someone in the core five. Um, so, you know, they might maybe we'd start with Zooey, but not necessarily. But it could be Jake Johnson, or. Um, or CC or 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 anybody, it, you know, you guys submit for next week which what we should look at first. We'll try and do at least one for each of the actors and actresses over the you know the next however many seven seasons. We'll do at least one per. Grace, no. are you more interested in that than you are like we watch Accepted or all the other crap we've talked about on the way? Um, I uh, I could go either way. Put it on a wheel. Um, should I- we? Oh, I like that we put the characters on the wheel to decide. Yeah, so yeah we could put the characters right. on a wheel. So, That's yeah. not bad. And like, all right, first yeah. it's Lamorne, and like, what's Lamorne? Then we go through his IMDb and we pick it. So that's, you know that's Actually, a fun thing my, for next week. That's good. My brother talks about Lamorne all the time because my brother works for uh, the Bank of Montreal, BMO, big one of the biggest mm, banks in Canada. And they got they got <laughs> Lamorne to do their commercials, and he does. He's like always just like weirdly sitting at a desk, and he's very funny. Actually, like, there's a bunch of celebrities like. Like, I don't know if Lamorne is, like, big name, but, like, John Hamm is doing some of his best work in a in Skip the Dishes ads in Canada. <laughs> if you have never – if you if you don't know what I'm Shout talking about, Stewart. Assuming we have a, most a people listener. Do you want to – yeah. Yeah, you got to look up uh, John Hamm's Skip the Dishes ads. So, yeah. Anyway, Lamorne is doing Bank of Montreal commercials. So is that Love what you're going to watch? Maybe – she have we'll cover the commercials. Yeah. I mean, I think we have to cover – uh, what's was it called? Desperado. What's the movie he did with um, his future co-star in New Girl? So I think we gotta wait till, or maybe we don't. Maybe we just do that. Actually, I think he's in a, he's in a new sitcom. I think called Woke. I think. Yeah, he yeah. is also. That, yeah. That's sort of how this idea started yeah. for Akiva. Is that correct? correct? Okay. So maybe we spin a wheel of characters, then we spin spin a wheel of their well, work. Well, maybe we narrow it down to a couple. We don't. I don't know if we have to spin yeah, a second. Maybe wheel. we put every single thing they've a ever super been. Super wheel. Okay, fine. <laughs> We'll figure it. We'll Love figure it the out. idea that me and you cover Elf from Zooey's. Perfect. 
It's not really the season for that. Maybe that Good should be timing. after season yeah, two. It's great timing. It's weird timing to start talking about Christmas now, but I guess... Well, the wheel will decide. Yeah, also, no one cares about holiday content in December. We bring you Christmas in February, baby. That's interesting. That's true. I agree. I have to say, one of the I, things about Hanukkah that is, it's... When you're talking, we were talking earlier about it and like how you didn't have a conversation about it. I don't know. I never know when Hanukkah is. Google it. It's the hardest. It's, I can't. I, <laughs> go, I could Google, Google it. Grace. You're right. I could Google it. Well, but you know, let's I'm not, start I'm not this way. It. it can't. My be. phone just. My phone literally just started calling when is Hanukkah. Well, no, it can't right. be Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving ago was a yeah, one-time see? only yeah. thing, so it's got to be after Thanksgiving. Uh, and then it can, in theory, go into the first couple days of the new year. So it's in. It's basically look. The yes. answer is basically December. Grace, I Google when is Rosh Hashanah 2021, when mm. is... Right. I have to Google right. it, too, so I can't speak to my of Orthodox course. brethren. No, I don't know. I don't know when it is it uh, months in advance. Like, nobody knows. It just happens. You don't live your life by the Hebrew calendar? I do, but I don't know. I, well, I, live, I, I know the English, but I, I know, like, relatively, like, I don't know what day Passover is this year. I know it's super early, so it's, like, let's say March 28th or something, but uh, I don't know the exact date. All right, I'd love to thank Five Star Views, but we don't have any. Maybe nobody's here. Maybe no one cares. Well, we haven't put out no, content in two weeks. What are they? Do you ever check the Canadian one? Because Canadian iTunes is different. Ca- Canada hates us, actually. Oh, really? Uh, it's it's we have a negative review there. Oh wow! <laughs> so I've stopped looking. Um, no, it, it's uh, I forget. Akiva, can you check the Canadian reviews? Uh, for next time, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, uh, you can always go to the questions link plugged at the as the pin tweet on my twitter at last tweets you can follow akiva at keeve 26 you can follow grace at high from grace you can check out more of akiva's work uh he covered boy meets world on renap this week with future an uh, ngog guest matt kagan and rob sister nino and uh he did a very special 432 fans episode with alex chester ranking your listener submitted top 10 list I joined slash crashed mm-hmm. uninvited so for the end of that podcast. How's the feedback on that? Probably fairly negative. I didn't see I any no negative feedback on that, to be honest. I, I will you say tell me I told did. my wife. Uh, I don't know why. I never tell her about podcast stuff. Although my daughter oh, yeah. did come out the other day. She's like, how is the podcast? I was like, no one's ever asked me that in this house. And it was because she wanted <laughs> to buy something expensive. Um, the <laughs> Did it work? Did it work? Yeah, because I wasn't paying for it. <laughs> um she was hitting up a relative to buy something like super expensive. Um, it was the what's it called? Uh, I, so I said to my wife, like, yeah, we just did a 400th episode. Isn't that cool? 432 fans. She's like, 432. Why is that a special number? So I had to like sit her down and explain her that it was the 400th episode of a little program called 32 fans. Um, Great. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yes. Grace just wrapped up her first. Can season you rap? Of Hold Grace, up. can you rap? No. Okay. Oh my God. Cannot Stop rap. stepping on the plug. Sorry, Akiva. sorry, sorry. You said Grace rap. <laughs> but I Grace, can you rap? Um. So Grace uh, is working with Hudson to dive into representations in queer media and see if they what hold up. Uh, most recently, uh, you covered a Christmas movie, which name escapes me right Make now. Make the Yuletide so, Day. Yuletide Gay, yeah. I was listening to it today, um, and I laughed when you, you gasped when you found out that Hallmark was doing a movie with uh, Aaron Samuels from yeah. 
And I think you gasped out of recognition, but it sounded like you gasped because uh, Hudson said Hallmark. So I really enjoyed that. Um, My mom and I watched <laughs> it over the holidays. <laughs> Does it hold up? Well, I guess I'll find out on the next episode, maybe, of Hold Up. Uh, what are you covering when you return? We have we've had lots of suggestions. Um, what uh, we haven't done a Degrassi episode, which actually uh, make the Yuletide gay has uh, one of the stars is a guy who played uh, a gay character on Degrassi. Um, I'd like to do Transparent at some point. Would be interesting, oh. which is as, as I was telling you, is a very Jewish show. Um, yeah, we got we got lots, and if people have suggestions, they can let us know. Um, and you can find that at anchor.fm slash hold up. And you were recently on with Round Howard uh, talking about community. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Did uh, the uh, Pillows and Blankets episode um, of community. Anything else to plug? Grace? I think I'm doing something else with with Josh Wiggler soon. We're going to be doing a uh, post-show recaps uh, 2020 like year-end awards show. Um, it's going to be pretty... Josh wanted to go very chaotic with it. So I think, I think we're doing can it. Can I just say in, doing it in 2021 is already chaotic. And I say that as somebody who we have not released the best of Renap 2020 yet. Um, it's still, it's chaotic to do it in 2021. Who's it always bugs me Akira. when there's like a best of Everyone list wants it. For 2020. Who's asking for that? And we it's like a, mid-December. No podcast uh, I'm, had a better year than Renap. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Grace, come, come in. <laughs> no, you got it. I'll continue arguing. It's great. No, no, but you're right that like there's more of 2020 left. To yeah, discuss. what if the best episode of TV happens on like December 28th, you and you put your list out on December 20th? Mistake. Um, I, I have an apology to the listeners. We have three five star views. I don't. I, where's my head? I've lost it. Uh, so these are my three favorite five star views because I didn't think we had them, and here they are. Uh, Taken BS one two three four seven Kyle Picard and uh. Sperano Marcello. So thank you guys. And I'm sorry that I snubbed you and I'm glad you didn't snub us. If you want to let us know how you feel, bring us into the new year, however you want, the right way, the wrong way, whatever, um, you can go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy and link to Apple Podcasts um, and let us know how you're feeling. P specific feedback about Grace would be great because everyone loves Grace. So you want like, feedback from the guests? Specific, I don't think we should be asked for specific, specific feedback. feedback. From them, but... I know, right? Kiva, imagine asking mm -hmm. for feedback no, on your guests. No, no, I meant like because everyone will love Grace. So like channel that into the mm -hmm. podcast. All right. Anything else before we get Akiva sign off with the prediction for next week, Grace, that you feel has been left unsaid? Anything else you want to say? No, I've been pretty thorough today, I think, on this episode. We took so much of your time. I mean, we've no, been here great. for almost two hours. It's been a pleasure. We loved having you, Grace. You are welcome back anytime. Not everybody who's been on is welcome back every time, listeners, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Grace, uh, I think you're great. That's well established. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having Akiva, me. Akiva, anything else to say? Uh, it was an honor and privilege to uh, be with you, Grace. A uh, Allison, <laughs> it was so nice to be back with you again after a couple weeks off. I think 2021 is going to be big for NGOG. First of all, as you've said privately, How could it be we're going to monetize it this year. It's very exciting. No, we're not. <laughs> I did not say that privately. We're going to monetize it, baby. I we're taking this to the moon, as you keep saying. Uh, of course, <laughs> our goal is for this to be the number one podcast on the internet. 
Uh, and that will happen in 2021. That's our plan. I do love, uh, there's a podcast, uh, All Fantasy Everything, that always says they're the only podcast that ever, that exists, and that's pretty funny. Um, my spirit jersey has shipped and will arrive in the next mm-hmm. two days. What do you so think about, like, if that works? Because people have mentioned on Twitter they also want the spirit jersey. Well, if we had merch, what would it, poor Grace, who, like, did not submit to mm-hmm. be here until 10 o'clock mm-hmm. at night. Um, yeah, not poor Evie, it's 4.40 in the morning. Aren't, well, you signed up to be. This true. was your preferred time. You always complain about the time. You you did decided the time. Okay. That's true. <laughs> did you just sit up? Were you lying down? No, I'm not lying down. I don't lie down on podcasts. That went went not well <laughs> once. Well, I don't know what our merch would say. I mean, we talked about the sleek pocket tee. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I don't just think we have Just a shirt that says, pickles make my mouth water. <laughs> oh, yeah. My pickle makes my mouth water. Akiba and That's, I think, a little weird. Um... I, <laughs> oh, you I like my face is my job. Uh, I like. But we didn't say my face is my job. That's from the show. Yeah, but but it's not popular, and we're we've made it popular. Uh, what about one of those shirts that says like Zooey and Nick and Schmidt and Winston and Cece and Akiva and, and Akiva and Allie. <laughs> That's funny. We'll That's really good. <laughs> Akiva and Allie and Puya and Grace and Zooey. Perfect. That makes sense. Okay. Um, let's, with that, close out before we take any more of Grace's time here. Uh, episode 21. We'll be back next week uh, with the episode Kids. Akiva, mm-hmm. any guesses on what Kids is going to be mm, about? That's tough. Uh, what if Russell and Zooey break up because one of them wants to have kids and one of them does not? That's what I'll say. All right. We will see if we'll be back with an extremely dramatic, serious <laughs> episode of New Girl. Uh, goodbye. My pet and my dog, my pet and my dog, my pet and my dog.